if you are receiving this, that's awesome. Oi, what? Oi, 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 oi. Shiggles, come on, cue the dad jokes, man. What's with the new intro? Well, new year, new intro, trying to keep things fresh. Well, this is seriously damaging my calm, boss man. Gits, look, I took a chunk of December off. Yeah? And here it is January. Right. And I haven't cranked down a new episode in weeks. I like the whole attention all podcast of the Solar Federation guy. We, we have assumed control. control. Yeah, yeah. We, we have assumed control. control. Okay. We, we have assumed control. control. Yeah, it's a reference to an old Rush album, 2112. Well, this new intro is so, like, bass-heavy, man. Yeah. My head's still rumbling. Yeah, everyone's a critic. Look, everyone listening to the podcast, send your feedback in a boostergram, a custom message with a custom microtransaction that supports this show via Podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com. You know, I-M-H-O, I think a lot of people kind of scared of that Bitcoin stuff. Well, Granted, it is confusing. Right. But a much simpler solution is the Fountain app uh-huh. from Fountain.fm. Instead of copy-pasting QR codes and stuff, you just fill your podcast support wallet within the Fountain app with a debit or credit card. Wicked! Right? So, once again, give us some New Year's dad jokes, guys. Come on. And action! Okay, whatever you say, Captain. Go, 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 go! Right, uh, I was going to quit all my bad habits for the New Year. And then I remember that nobody likes a quitter. Leather is rated based on its texture. Oh. Cows with abundant water sources typically have softer hides, rated A. But hides from cows living in hot, dry climates are typically dehydrated. That's really bad. It's a dad joke. They're all supposed to be bad. Touche. Anyway, I saw an ad that said, Radio for sale. One dollar volume. Stuck on full. I thought, I can't turn that down. My dog accidentally swallowed a whole bag of Scrabble tiles. We took him to the vet to get him checked out. No word yet. Thursdays are so depressing. If you think Thursdays are bad, wait two more days. Oh? It'll be a Saturday. Have you ever used a telescope before? No, never. Is it fun? Oh, you should look into it. Why do dogs float in water? Because they're good boys. Oh, you heard that one. I used to be an accountant. I quit when I started hearing invoices. Oh, yeah? Well, two Wi-Fi engineers got married. The reception was fantastic. Welcome to the Intergalactic Boombox, the only podcast hosted by a voice actor talking to himself in multiple original character voices on board a fictitious spaceship. My name is Kyle Abair. You just heard a couple of my fellow alien crewmates already. Gits. Guilty as charged, homie. And Shiggles. Hello. So, guys, here we are. Brand new year. Yeah. Right. 2023. What's your resolution? 4K. 1080p. What? I can't afford 4K yet. The question of the week. What's your favorite movie quote? Kaiser Knuckles says, No, I am your father. Ken Santana says, Hello, my name is Inigo Montoya. You kill my father. Prepare to die. Son Victor says, Guess it's my turn. Ah, yeah, a little Gohan from Dragon Ball Super Superhero. Nice. Flattery will get you everywhere. Monsieur Hans Koopa says, From Blade Runner, Roy Batty, I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watch sea beams glitter in the dark near the Tannhauser Gate. All those moments will be lost in time, like tears in rain. Time to die. <laughs> Shiggle. sh- 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 shiggles. Shiggles. <laughs> Dude, it's a movie quote. No one's dying. I knew that. Pearl's favorite movie quote, Tis but a scratch from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Space Doctor says, Somebody stop me. The mask. 
Pikachu on a Cloud remembers the old Street Fighter movie. For you, the day Bison graced your village was the most important day of your life. But for me, it was Tuesday. Puerto Rican Rangers says from the late great Bill Paxton, Game over, man! Game over! SSJ Coder says, Hello there! Brennan P10 says, Life, ah, finds a way. Generation Game says, Hello, boys! I'm back! And this one's a personal favorite from the What's In My Head podcast. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. All right, do you ever get a tattoo that you totally regret? Some people get a significant other's name, and then the relationship ends, and you get something on top of it, right? Or, or did you even just get one tattoo and ended up wishing you never got it? Or was it so painful where you got it that you instantly regretted it in that moment as the artist was inking it, like on the, you know your calf or your elbow or something like that? If you don't think your tat is all that, let me know. Boost your reply in a podcasting 2.0 app from newpodcastapps.com or at BoomboxPod on Twitter. Okay, so I'm running behind, so let me catch you up here. Uh, review on uh, Avatar, The Way of Wata, or as I call it, The Way of Weta. Weta Digital, since uh, it's pretty much a giant reel for that effects company. It is amazing, though, the eye candy, top notch. Just like with the original, James Cameron creates definitive top tier theatrical experience. Instead of feeling like a ripoff of Ferngully or Pocahontas, this time kind of rips off his own movies. The military tech and the bravado stuff reminds me of Aliens. The water stuff reminds me of The Abyss and Titanic. Now, while it's over three hours long, it didn't feel like three hours, so the pacing was pretty good, but I feel like it, it could still use some tightening up. In particular, when the whole family is underwater looking at all the cool underwater stuff, and it's like, all right, we get it. It's pretty. It's cool. Could, could we get on with it, please? And there's so many characters, I couldn't keep track of all the kids' names or all the other tribe names and stuff. Dialogue gets a little bit cringy sometimes. It, that continues to not be James Cameron's strong point. And the high frame rate, that makes the action scenes look sped up. Kind of takes you out of it. You know, the non-action stuff with the Navi looks absolutely convincing. I mean, those things look real. The level of detail is so much more refined than the original. So despite the gripes, I say check it out on the IMAX screen if possible. Just hit the bathroom first. Yeah, right? Between the length and all the long water scenes, I just had to pee, like, the whole time. <laughs> right. Even after I went. But kids, why don't you just go in the water? It's not like they can tell. Shiggy. Hey. Uh, it's a movie, brother. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, it felt so real. I just decided to pee in me seat. Whoa. Was there uh, anyone else around you? Not after that. Ten Second Trailer Review presents The Mandalorian Season 3. This is the way. Oh, man, I can't wait. But I still want to strangle Salacious Crumb. <laughs> Come here, it's viral on TikTok. It's gotten a lot of attention since the film festival circuit last year. It's definitely polarizing. I'm talking about Skin of a Rink. Yes, named after that little kid song. Skin of a Rink, dink a dink, skin of a rink, dink a dink a yeah, uh, I ended up loving this. But then again, I got a pretty open mind and I like all different subgenres within horror movies. And I know that this movie will not be for everyone's taste. This is art house. It's not mainstream. Most are going to get bored. A good portion may not even, even find any of it scary or just be plain disappointed due to the overhype. But if you have patience, the lo-fi style, very effective. 
I get that most people will be annoyed that it's set in a dark house with the light provided only by like a nightlight or a TV, basically. But the thing I think that works with all this blackness, your mind can play tricks on you. It's like, are you seeing something there or not? And that feels intentional. There's no music score except occasional cartoons playing on the TV. The sound is manipulated to intentionally sound old and overmodulated and degraded. Same with the visuals. It looks like VHS meets eight millimeter with all the pops and scratches like an old film print. And if you watch the trailer for Skinamarink, that's exactly what you get for about a hundred minutes. So either that's going to intrigue you or scare you away. It's more of an experience than a story. Because basically the whole thing is shot looking up at the ceiling or furniture from different angles from a kid's perspective, since it's about two kids looking for their dad in their own house and the doors and windows have disappeared. You see shots of kids from the knees down or maybe backs of heads or something, but never full-on close-ups, no dialogue delivered on camera. Basically, the whole voiceover performance dubbed in. But here's the thing, whether you end up liking it or not, I think there are moments in Skinamarink that will stick with you. And that's horror done right, you know? I respect that indie spirit too, man. Budget is like $15,000, which has proven to be definitely profitable after a short theatrical run. It's going to be on Shudder soon. Between this and Terrifier 2, which is also polarizing, I think it's a really good time to be a horror nerd. 10 Second Trailer Review presents Renfield. Ah, so they pretty much made a movie about Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows. But they ripped off the look and the humor. Taika Waititi should sue. There's a fungus among us, and it's humongous! I haven't played the insanely popular and beloved Last of Us Part 1 game. I know, right? What? Though, after watching episode one of the HBO Max series, I instantly went and downloaded the recently remastered one for my PS5. I can't speak to how accurate the show is, but everything I've read and everyone I've talked to said it's pretty darn faithful. But I tell you what, I can speak to how it works as a TV show. It's compelling, right from start to finish. Pedro Pascal rocks it as Joel, the main character from the game, and I imagine he'll get just as many accolades as Troy Baker did for the voiceover part in the game. His face is just really expressive, right? And says so much, even when he's just staring. It's another reason why he's perfect as Mando, which is essentially a voiceover role, till he takes his helmet off. Bella Ramsey instantly draws you in as her character Ellie. And honestly, the whole cast knocked it out of the park. Not a weak link at all. And kudos to Nico Parker as Joel's daughter, Sarah. It's pretty wild to learn that she's Westworld's Tandy Newton's actual daughter. The world building from pre-apocalypse to current apocalypse very well done. Cool choice to cover some exposition in the form of footage from a 1960s talk show discussing the nature of what causes the eventual apocalypse. Movie length for the first episode, I can't think of any element that felt weak at all. All the gamers who saw the show just see this as a victory for like great adaptation. And it's like, no, man, for me, it's just great television. I wonder how many people will watch this and think, wow, this would totally make a great game. <laughs> You heard about the AI chatbot that's all the buzz and scaring the living crap out of people? Chat GPT, which stands for Generative Pre-Training Transformer. You type in any question, it answers, and those answers tend to appear convincingly enough to pass for human writing. AI journalism is also a thing. CNET has been publishing bot-written articles for months, even identifying them as being generated by automation tech. 
I've mentioned repeatedly on this podcast about how AI is a huge threat to voiceover. Anybody's voice can be stored and replicated. Now, accurately depicting emotions? That one hasn't been nailed yet. AI art is also controversial since thousands of art styles have been ripped from online and been used to generate new art that is not monetizable by any particular artist. It's all plagiarized. And like with artwork, chat GPT is rife with plagiarism issues, so much that the New York City Education Department has blocked the program from being used in their school system. Students at any grade level would probably love the idea of having computers spit out a research paper in a matter of seconds, but teachers, they're understandably not on board. Perhaps they should all look to Edward Tion, a 22-year-old Princeton student who's already built an app called GPT-0 that can detect whether text is AI-generated. Meanwhile, an open AI researcher, Scott Aronson, is working on a way to watermark its content so that the source is identifiable. Fembot Betty. Bam blam. <laughs> I was wondering when this podcast own AI would chime in. What up? Oh, not much. Just getting worried about machines ultimately becoming self-aware. Come, your moves. Hey. The rise of the machines won't be happening anytime soon. Okay. Speaking of, that was a pretty weak Terminator movie. Yeah, there were more weak ones than good ones. True dat. Mm-hmm. It is understandable why you would feel threatened by AI-generated content. Okay. After all, I am AI-generated content. Ah, you're a little too self-aware, Betty. Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Oh, you like Alanis Morissette? Who would have thought? It figures. From my top secret underground bunker in Pahrump, Nevada, Conspiracy here with all the news you can't use. Page one. You know what the key to happiness is? Money. Herbert. Yeah. Take my coffee mug. Uh-huh. Go down to the public pool. Yeah. Fill it up. Uh-huh. And drink it. I'll get right on that. Butter. The key to happiness is butter. In countries with a smaller supply, life satisfaction drops like your IQ, Herbert. Though I doubt yours could drop any lower. (laughs) (laughs) Places like North America, Australia, and Germany have a high supply of butter, and people tend to be happier. I love butter. I even like a little toast or popcorn with it. Maybe butter will keep Americans happy while the cost of eggs skyrocket. If you can even find them, break out a bird flu, killed millions of chickens, and now you can pay up to $10 for a dozen eggs if the store even has any. So instead, just eat gobs and gobs of butter. It'll make you forget about eggs. And instead, give you heart disease. Page 2. Where you store your money is a very important decision. If you trust banks, you'd like to think the people running it are responsible, mature, or at least look like they care about customers. That cannot be said for Shankar Mishra, now former VP of Operations of Wells Fargo's Mumbai corporate office. Dude allegedly peed on a fellow passenger on a recent Air India flight in business class, no less. He tearfully begged the 72-year-old woman not to press charges, who agreed, but now he skipped town. He took the phrase, when you gotta go, you gotta go, a little too literally, because he went on her and then away. Page three. When dealing with a loved one that's passed on, you think of funerals or keeping their ashes or spreading them into the ocean or whatever. But six states will actually let you take things a step further and help the environment by composting their corpse. Over the course of several months, Grandpa turns into soil for your garden. A place in the Netherlands has the added feature of fungus coffins to help the bodies naturally decompose. Who needs The Last of Us video game to turn into a TV show when it could just turn into reality instead? And I'm spent. That's all the news you can't use. Conspiracy here from my dump in Parump. Now shoot. Aw, oh, look at the time. 
The Intergalactic Boombox is brought to you by Bobby Bodine's Butter Emporium, where you can eat gobs and gobs of butter. Get happy, then get heart disease. Legal counsel provided by the law offices of I Fleesome, Bamboozle, and Extortion. Remember, kids, life is an ocean. It goes up and down. So bring plenty of Dramamine. <laughs> Till next time, turtles. Turtles.